Let's head over to the KRDU Newsline now where you're joined by ABC News National Correspondent Stephen Portnoy as uh, the writing could be on the wall for embattled New York Congressman George Santos says uh, an expulsion vote eh, looks like it might actually go through this time. Yeah, and he says so too. He says the numbers don't look good. He's looked at it and he says he expects, in fact, he says he knows he's going to be expelled. And yet in the face of it, George Santos uh, is not bending. He's not resigning. He's, he's essentially daring his colleagues to take this vote to oust him. It would be a historic vote. Uh, look, the, the last time that a member of the House was ousted by a vote of his colleagues without having first been convicted of a crime was in the early days of the Civil War, when Confederates were ousted from the House in 1861. Since then, a couple of instances have occurred where members were voted out, but only after they'd been first convicted of a crime at trial. That's not the case yet with George Santos. He stands accused in a, a federal court of 23 counts in an indictment, but he has not yet been tried. And uh, so the, the, the George Santos will make the argument that it's not fair, that due process has not played out, that a bad precedent would be set. Uh, he says that uh, in Congress there's felons galore, and he's being unfairly targeted. He calls himself the Mary Magdalene of the Congress. Well, George Santos stands accused not just um, by federal prosecutors, but by his colleagues on the House Ethics Committee, who issued perhaps the most scathing report that's ever been issued by that panel, alleging that George Santos used campaign funds on personal expenses, ranging from rent to weekend getaways to luxury shopping sprees, even purchases on the adult website OnlyFans. Now, Santos denies the charges, as he does in the federal court case. He says it's all a political smear on the part of his Republican and Democratic colleagues in the House Ethics Committee. But that committee report has, in the minds of many members, ameliorated the due process concerns that were expressed earlier this month when an expulsion vote failed to achieve even a simple majority. So the expectation that Santos, and many of us here in Washington have, is that the expulsion vote will pass on the required two-thirds basis, perhaps on Wednesday. If that happens, what happens to his seat? Does it become an appointment issue? It's a really good question. No member of the House can be appointed by a governor. It has to be a vote of the people in each of the states. The question is, when will that vote be called? It'll be up to New York Governor Kathy Hochul to set a special election. Yeah, and it's interesting because it seems as if, you know, uh, Santos is not backing down from any of this, but it also just kind of adds to the fact that he's made so many wild claims as well about his background. So it's really hard to see where any kind of belief might sit between him saying that this is, you know, falsified and kind of that smear campaign, knowing that he has such a a record, at least, of apparently, you know, exaggerating, to say the least, when it comes to his background, his resume, everything else that uh, kind of got him into the uh, forefront in the beginning. Santos has no friends in Congress. He has no friends among fellow New York Republicans who have been at the vanguard of calls for him to be ousted from Congress. They are terribly embarrassed that they're forced to associate themselves with the gentleman from Long Island, who, as you note, lied about his background. He cops to that, but he denies the federal court case charges, and he denies the allegations leveled by the House Ethics Committee in its investigation. That said, uh, Santos uh, doesn't have much to lean on except the idea that due process hasn't played out here, and that ultimately uh, it would narrow the numbers, likely, for Republicans in the House of Representatives. Right now, 
as the result of a, um, a special election in Rhode Island to fill in a, a vacancy there. Um, there is, um, and another in Utah as well, there is a full complement of 435 members of the House. If Santos were to be ousted, <clears throat> excuse me, if Santos were to be ousted, it would result in a vacancy on the Republican side, which would narrow the Republican majority from four seats to three seats. And it's very likely, I'd say, given the dynamic in New York state politics and in this particular district, that a Democrat would succeed Santos, which would make it that much harder for Speaker Mike Johnson to accomplish what he wishes to accomplish in the remainder of the 118th Congress. But that's the risk Republicans are willing to take, given what they know of what they've alleged about George Santos, his background, his behavior in, in office, and most importantly, the alleged violations of campaign finance law, which they simply can't abide. Yeah, and even with that, you know, kind of noting the, you know, it's the findings of the Ethics Committee, but no formal charges have been filed yet. So what what happens after, you know, say an assumed expulsion vote on Wednesday when it comes to any kind of uh, kind of continued uh, maybe prosecution or any kind of accountability for Santos? Well, we've discussed that there's that pending federal court case in New York City. That's going to move forward. And that's a very serious deal. And Santos stands accused of things such as wire fraud, identity theft. And the House Ethics Committee says it's uncovered evidence that it believes federal prosecutors might not have even noticed. And the hope is that prosecutors will pad their indictment with additional charges. Uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly how this will all play out. But, uh, Stephen, we really appreciate the update this morning.